The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right. Back with you, rolling along. We're really just getting started with you here on this Reaction Monday. Y'all text me, call me. Let's see the text number, 601-885-3776, 601-885-3776. Call me on the Divinity phone, 995-1059, Yeah, here's the stat for you. Okay, and I looked this up over at winsopedia.com. If you're watching the live stream, you can actually see it right here. See, winsopedia.com. It's just wins, the letter I, pedia.com. You can compare any two teams in the country, any matchup. It'll give you the historical wins and losses. You can look at a chronological timeline, so it shows you kind of the ebbs and flows in the series. You can look at a whole list. And it's a really neat resource. You start looking up stuff like this. So I was thinking this morning, here it is, Monday, Egg Bowl week. State is trying to win three in a row. Trying to. Two years ago in Oxford, not close. It was 35 to three. Last year in, in Starkville, really close. <laughs> 21 to 20. Some might say that Ole Miss sort of it away at the end. They certainly just kick extra point, tie it, go to overtime. Uh, Could have won a game. But anyway, State's won two in a row. So they're trying to win three in a row. Since the Egg Bowl moved back to playing it on campus, which is a big deal, you know, home and away, go to Oxford, go to Starkville. I think that started in 91. Both teams have won three in a row, one time each. Ole Miss won three in a row in 02-03-04. State returned the favor in 09-10 and 11. Three in a row. That's it. Now, if you go back before that, before the games moved to campus, back when it was in Jackson, um, there were two stretches in the 80s. Yeah, really two stretches over the course of a decade where Ole Miss won back in the 80s, uh, seven of eight. Okay, so there was a four-game stretch and a three-game stretch in there with State winning one in the middle. And then you can kind of go back to the 70s and find some. Uh, 60s dominated by Ole Miss. 40s, 30s and 40s kind of dominated by State. Uh, Certainly 100 years ago in the teens, in the 1920s, State won 13 in a row. So it's a lot different back then. But since it came to campus, this is really rare. It's really hard. Nobody's won four in a row in this series since they started playing it on the college campuses. But again... One time each, State won three in a row, 9-10-11. Ole Miss won three in a row, 2-3-4. Let's go to Davinia Equipment phone line. Davinia Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Highway 51 in Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. Any kind of, you know what I'm talking about here, like toys for men, tractors, ATVs, it could be big things like that, tractors, ATVs, mowers, things that run on gas, 
right on into like things that help you climb trees, things that help you sit up in trees and shoot deer. You know what I'm talking about, guys. Anything like that. We lost him. We lost him. He'll call back. All right. Call us back, Lynn. It gave me a chance, though, to hit my Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> we did have a caller that uh, he did not want to come on air, didn't have time, but he wanted to know your thoughts on the uh, quote-unquote hashtag 49 Warriors and how that might have a positive impact on recruiting as recruits see these guys and how they're committed to the program. And also he mentioned – you know that Leach said from the very beginning, we're going to find whoever it is that wants to play and do it our way. And yeah. uh, you want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's all positive uh, for now. You know, you need to win. The point is to win. And we get that. Um, it, it's sort of taken a little bit of a moral victory out of the whole thing. and And we've covered that. Sometimes that's a real thing. So, I mean, I think it's only a positive. It can't hurt. Um, my opinion is that recruiting re- recruiting is a lot more, I think, what's the right word here? There's really one of two things. You know, recruits are going places either, A, because they get loaded up you know, by some booster somewhere, or they're making the decision based on, you know, very m- more real factors than things that they see on Twitter and stuff. And I know that that's a constant argument out there is how, how much does social media have an impact on recruits in their, you know, decision-making process. I think it's overblown. Um, I really do. I honestly believe this. This is sort of an old guy opinion, but I think hashtags and social media stuff, if a recruit would allow that to sway them one way or the other, I'm not sure you really want that recruit. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, and Or at least if you get them, you got to get them out of that mindset, I think, ultimately. Okay, but to the... But, but to I think the deeper point that so that's the social media part of it, but to the deeper point of 49 scholarship players that might lock arms together and go out here and exceed expectations and be tougher and play a lot of snaps and all that. Yeah, sure. That can be that can that can be attractive. But the biggest thing is, even before you see what kind of impact that has on recruiting, the biggest thing is it can be sort of a beginning type moment um some might argue that you know if you to use his word and not mine if you have a little bit of a purge and certain players quit and certain players opt out and other players get cut and others get encouraged to leave and you finally kind of whittle this thing down to a nucleus a tightly wound nucleus of you know what you're getting from an effort and attitude standpoint from this group of players every time out well, if you can whittle that down and pack that in real tight, and we got that every week, and now we can add guys around it to make it work. So, yeah, it can be a positive. Lynn is back on the Divinity Equipment phone. What's up, Lynn? Hey, Matt, how you doing? Just right. What's up? 
man, I can't hardly hear you. Oh, uh, I, I was just wondering what you thought about if uh, Georgia's deep, uh, linebackers seem to kind of play play a little further back than we've seen in weeks past. If that was just something maybe they did wrong, or if we have, maybe we just figured some things out. And man, I'm gonna get off and listen because I can't hardly hear you. I enjoyed okay. the show, brother. All right, Bye. thanks, Lynn. Appreciate the call. Yeah, there was some of that. There were some some times, some instances where Georgia even gave up some first downs on the underneath throw to the running back and stuff when they really were dropping, getting some depth. But I do think if we go back and we watch some early stuff in the game, you know, there was a throw uh, up the hash in the middle of the field to uh, Jaden Wally early on a on a longer completion. Later in the game, you had one of those to Austin Williams and a few of those. And what it is, he did it some, Will Rogers did that some against, um, not not a ton, but he did it some pretty proficiently in the early part of the Vanderbilt game. And I think it's a watching a film going, okay, this kid, a true freshman, is getting a little better at seeing windows at this next level, that intermediate level behind a linebacker's head, even when we're in zone. And he took it a little bit against Vandy. Now we're in the game. He took it against us in the first quarter. Now he's taking it again. So we're talking during the game, Lynn, going, hey, 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 when when we get third and seven or third and eight, if we call this and we're telling you to drop, you got to get depth. You've got to get back there and close that intermediate off. We got a better chance of coming up and hitting the running back and stopping him than we do him finding the window, the window over your shoulder or between you because you haven't dropped deep enough. You see, it's an X's and O's thing. And it's a Ben don't break thing for a defense. And, and and as the quarter what you're seeing is as the quarterback gets a little better at it and the offense starts to get a, a little more proficient at it more and more, then when you're game planning against it, watching film, and then you get in a the game, there are situations when you're saying, drop, get depth on your drop in this zone and force him to come underneath. If you come up and miss that tackle or he squeezes through for a first down, okay, but at least we didn't give up a 15-yarder. And I think that's kind of what was going on. It's just like I've been talking about ever since week two is the way that offense works is when the quarterback really is operating it and starts to get really good at anticipating where my windows are, especially at the next level, I'm taking it more, I'm throwing it in there more, then it gets the defense out of more often. It gets them out of this just drop everybody back because I'm I'm picking them apart. Okay? Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Especially from the beginning of the Vanderbilt game, but really from the word go, Rodgers has done a better job of get reading underneath and getting the ball out quickly and accurately underneath against zone. Therefore, he has seen more man-to-man and blitz and trying to get after him a little bit. He's seen more of that than K.J. Costello did in any of the games Arkansas and A&M and Kentucky combined because yeah. he wasn't getting the ball out and forcing him to get out of it. Yeah, it's a big difference. So let me ask you this, going back to recruiting for just a couple seconds before we go to break. Um, any chance we pick up Wally's brother, who was named the Gatorade Player of the Year? 6A, I should say, not Gatorade, but uh, high school player of the year for 6A. Yeah. I don't have any idea. It'd be nice. Yeah. Brothers come up there, wideouts on the same team. I need to get somebody like Steve on here 
and ask him a bunch of recruiting questions. He knows hey, and follows hey, it. Know. Let's get somebody who knows about it on here. All right, it's Monday. Here we go. Stick around.